Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. The BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Dead Down Wind, Stealth Camp, Tinks, Skull Hooker, Grind Life Coffee, Burris Optics. We also want to tell you guys to check out the new Fred Bearfield Notes Podcast, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Learn about Fred Bear and his heritage. It's something you're not going to want to miss, and it's one of those things that really bring bow hunters together. All right, we're back live at the Woods and Water Outdoor Weekend. What a great weekend it has been so far, man. I've seen so many people walk through these gates. And I'm excited because Mr. Mike Avery is here. How's it going, Mike? beautiful day. Came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, there's Mike. I was so excited. So it's really good to see you, Mike. How was your summer? Caught a lot of walleye. Spent a lot of time on the Angler Quest out on Saginaw Bay. Had a lot of fun. It was a great summer. Great summer. That is awesome. Um, so what's going on at the show? I know you've been busy. Just wandering around. My show? Your show, oh. yeah. We'll start with that. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just trying to make a living just like everybody else, right? <laughs> but doing it in a way that I love. So I'm blessed to be able to do that. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. So I did a lot of fishing. The show, the radio show's doing well. The uh, podcast continues. You know how about podcasting. Everybody's got a podcast these days, right? That's you know, right. It's a hot yeah. topic these days. Everybody's that is. got a podcast. But because you can do it so easy, now, yeah. why not? It's changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, you were kind of like... You're kind of like the founder of that. I mean, well, when I remember. let's not get carried away. <laughs> like, we saw what you were doing. Like, ooh. Oh, Mike know. knows what's up. <laughs> but, but I do. Like, think of this, though. In the old, I mean, the old days, if I wanted to go live, I needed uh, a TV studio and yep. a live truck and a cameraman and all this other stuff. Now I can take my phone and boom, I'm done. I'm live. You're on. Online. So if te- you can get on. I've, I've had problems getting signal all day today. Uh, technology is just... Uh, for guys like us, it's wonderful. And for it a geek, guy who's a geek at a heart, geek at heart like me, I love this <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, I love it. So, so what's you, going on at the show? I'm just wandering around saying hi to people because if you're in the outdoor industry in Michigan, you got to be here this yeah. year, right? This I mean, is this one is of the, the biggest events. Absolutely. 33rd so. annual Woods and Water News Outdoor Weekend. It's crazy, How impressive really. is that? I, I think I've seen it's absolutely amazing. And I, I think I've seen more people this Saturday than this time last year. Oh, really? There, it just seems like there's floods and floods of people all and day. And the long, weather is so. just beautiful. Oh, I think so that's just, part of it. Oh, for man. Sure. man. Just, you see that? What time did you get here, Mike? Just get in? I got here about an hour ago. So in the morning, so what happened is in the morning we got here about, I don't know, 8 o'clock. And then we. Um, 
we're like, yeah, you know, we'll just start at 10 because we can do what we want. And then, but really, we, we forgot a chord, so. Tim didn't pack it. One yeah. chord, and so, yeah. um, anyway, so I had to leave, and I had to go all the way over to, like, Office Depot to get this chord. It's this chord right here. It, goes, it connects this to this, which means without it, you have no guts. There's nothing And <laughs> you can buy these things. I mean, it, it, again, I'm an old guy, but it used to be if we needed a piece of equipment, it was professional-grade yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. You and you go. couldn't just no. yeah, and you, you go can't just go to a store. No, yeah, no, no, absolutely. No, so so no. I walk out the door. The line's got to be 200 people deep. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, dang it. We're not going to be on at 9. Darn it. You know, so I run there. I'm back in 20 minutes. Hook it up. Everything works. I'm like, oh, God, one chord. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you know how that goes, man. I do one chord. Last year, we did the same thing. Last year, we had everything ready. And we forgot an SD, SD card. card. Out of anything you can imagine. Yeah. We didn't have an, uh, a computer last year. We just had like that Zoom thing. And it, the in one order thing for we it forget, to work. Yeah, you had to have you an have SD card. You had to have a card in it to make no. it work? Yeah, to have yeah it. We, found, we found somebody here that had one. We got thankfully. lucky. So. Were you recording to it? Or yes. yes. Oh, you were. And then, okay, it, all, then it projects it to the speakers as well. So uh, this stuff gets complicated. People don't realize how complicated it gets. There's like so many wires. The, the geekier, the better as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, no, I love that stuff. We I like all the wires. Like, yeah. I don't know what half this stuff does. But no, it's but it's, it, it looks impressive. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> I use two buttons on this whole board. Well, but, but this is the home deck, to, actually. This is what we use in our podcast, too, except for the mics. We use those uh, road You guys ones. are doing great. Yeah. Thank you. It's been a great year. You're great here. It's been so it's congratulations. been heavy. Thank you. Thank you. It's been heavy work lately, and, and for some reason, the YouTube has really exploded for us. I don't know if it's because honey season's coming, but the videos are just going crazy. And then you know we we always like to do stuff that's a lot outside the box. So one of the ideas we had was to see how far a modern co a compound bow would shoot. So we started. We always work on weird videos in the t in the meantime, just to try help answer questions. Mm -hmm. Originally, we we're like, oh, you know, let's just pop the furthest balloon. But then we realized that. <laughs> That's not gonna. It's not gonna do anything. I mean, so what? You still shouldn't hunt at that distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what's the point of showing accuracy at the distance? Let's just see what it can actually do, yeah. just to know. And what was the answer? Six hundred fifteen yards. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes. Six hundred fifteen yes. yards. That's six football fields plus fifteen. I mean, that's unbelievable yeah. to me. Uh, in the in, what do you think about the crossbow? This is interesting. I was one. there. You got to guess. This is interesting. <laughs> All right, if the compound wins six hundred fifteen yards. Thousand yards. Okay, so let's let's talk about the details behind that. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the number. Okay, before you say, "Wow, that's not what I expected." Yeah. Remember, it's a bolt. Okay, so you got a shorter power stroke. You got a heavier bolt. There you go. Things arrow. change. Okay. Okay. Yep. Six forty. So you okay. got you got a lot of upfront kinetic energy, Excellent. but that stuff. That's an Excalibur. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Bulldog four forty. So then I took the ten point XRT Nitro. They're 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 fast dog, going. Shot that. And the reason I didn't post that one, though, is we didn't exactly have the degrees correct, so I didn't want to show that one to the end. But that one was shooting 645, okay. five more yards okay. than the Excalibur, which so, I thought was interesting. So these people who talk about crossbows being guns, they're not. Not, not even, even close. close. Nope. And because nope. the, the accuracy out to that range, that you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. No. I mean, you could. A broadside <laughs> of a barn. You couldn't hit, you couldn't hit a three-foot balloon, wow. which is what we were trying yeah, to like do. Yeah, like a weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> we tried everything. I, I, it was I fun, though. I get a kick out of these people who, who talk down about crossbows. Uh, oh, they're, they're the devil's tool. They're poacher's tool. Well, That's my life. Uh, oh, that happens I mean, a lot still. Every day. It it if it'll keep yeah. a person in the field, yeah. and if the goal is to make a quick, clean, humane killing shot as easy as possible, who I am I to judge? Because difference. I hunted with a crossbow for I years and years and years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I grabbed this year? I pick and choose. What did you grab? Oh, I yeah, I heard I, you were doing I, that. I, I, saw, I read that you were doing I'm that. going to a recurve this year. Awesome. 
So let's talk about Ontario. I heard okay. you killed a nice bear over there. With my recurve. Oh, Did you? Wow. Oh, was it with the recurve? Yes. No, tell yes. us the story. Oh, my God, I got to hear this. All right, well, I, you know, I, I don't know what made me go back to a recurve. I, I hunted with a recurve years ago for one season. And, and then I got hooked up with darton, and I went back to shooting dartons, you know, yep. compounds and then crossbows. Yep. I love crossbows. But about January, I started having these literal dreams where I was shooting a recurve in my dreams. And I thought, I think I'm supposed to be shooting a recurve. That's awesome. So I got in touch with the guy. Well, I had a hunter's niche bow, from uh, a predator recurve from hunter's niche up in Tallis. Okay. But I couldn't draw it anymore because when I lost weight, I lost a lot of upper body strength, and I just couldn't pull it anymore. I said, will you give me some lighter limbs to put on this recurve? They said, sure, we will. They said, now we'll just make you a new one. So I got real light limbs, like like old lady limbs on them, 41 pounds at 28 inches. Okay. So at my draw length, I'm shooting like mid-40s. And I wanted to hunt with it for turkey season. So I just kind of, just before the season started, shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. Got okay with it. I was able to hunt three days, and I only I knew that because I had to take a charter captain's class because I wanted my charter mm-hmm. captain's license. Yep. Never got a shot at a bird, but I was out there with my recurve, and it was like, it just reinforced it. I love this. It's lightweight. There's no sights. There's no scope. There's no That's nothing. Cool. You just it's draw, you, you the look bow. at it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the wonderful. animal. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about recurves lately. I've been good. thinking gosh. about it. I'm not going to uh, lie. But uh, uh, I'm just a little nervous because the deer I'm hunting, are they're just so good. Like, I don't know. I they just, don't come in close enough. Well, so I, I could see doing that. And turkey hunting was perfect because they're coming to a decoy. Oh, yeah. A bear was perfect That's because perfect, it's 15 yeah. yards coming into a barrel. Yeah. A deer would be a little harder, I deer, think. Deer, but I am. That's my next goal. I want to shoot a Michigan whitetail with a recurve. But are you basically just going to shoot any Michigan whitetail? Any yeah. adult. So I'm, th- I'm thinking big doe. I want to shoot yeah. a big doe with my recurve. I think you have a yeah. chance to do that, I for think sure. I do. I do. And you never know. I mean, you don't know what's going to walk out, obviously. But, but my question is this. Uh, do you have to be on the ground? No, I'll be in a tree stand. You still can I was, I was on the ground for my bear. Oh, but the okay. thing about this bear is, uh, have you seen the video? I have not. Now oh i got to see it. Look, i got to watch it look, tonight. Look at the video. And look at the shot placement. I mean, I could not have drawn a better spot on really? that bear. Really? <laughs> That's awesome. She ended up being a big shot. Which sow. broadhead? I shot Magnus Stinger, 175 okay, yeah. I heard that's the, the go-to for uh, traditional. But I'd been shooting my recurve so much that in my mind, this is how fast arrows are flying, right? Foo, 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 foo. You can see the thing turning in the air almost. So I get up there with my son James, and he's got his compound. He drew his compound back and shot an arrow, and I went, holy Crap, that thing is fast. <laughs> I didn't realize how slow my arrow was. But it was, it was I mean, so I passed up a, uh, about a 175-pound boar came in, and I thought, well, with my recurve, I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. But he didn't give me a shot. So we got a big rainstorm. He left. This bigger bear came in. I knew right away, okay, I'm going to shoot this bigger bear. I didn't bother to sex her because she was good size. She ended mm-hmm. up being 260 pounds. Wow. Yeah, so, so good size bear. And she came in, she, she, she quartered away, she put her foot forward, and I said, this is too much. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> Looked at her, drew, let the arrow go, and That's I'm telling natural. you, it went, hit her perfect. She went 20 yards, wow. made no. a death moan, and died right there. That's awesome. Oh. That is awesome. What of a all dream, the hunts huh? I've ever been on, probably the most rewarding hunt That I've is ever really had. cool. That no. is really. So, cool. did you say what? you got a turkey or no? I didn't even no, get a shot at it. Okay, so you but got I have killed. A, I have killed a turkey with a recurve. Okay, years so you, ago, I killed so you, a big long beard with my turkey. We'll mark that off the list. Yep. <laughs> so you got a turkey, you got a bear. Yep. White tail. This white next? tail. No, this, that's my goal. Now. Okay. White tail. All right. Doesn't that's have awesome. to be a male. Doesn't have to be big. It's Mike, do you put in for the elk points every year? How many? You you have a lot right now. I mean, you almost done. I don't even keep track of it because I know it's never going to happen. 
It's going to happen. Yeah, My odds of getting out. a Michigan, and yours too, are get better at getting a Michigan elk tag through the pure Michigan hunt. Really? That's where you're going to get it. Even with all the points? Because fewer people apply, and you oh. can apply multiple times. Wow. Put your money there, the pure Michigan hunt. Yeah, that is interesting. That's where that. it's going to yeah. happen for me. What and about bears, though? You ever do the Michigan bear? Every year. I apply every year. Is that an easier chance to get, or do you use it? Uh, no, I think your odds of getting a Michigan bear tag are easier through the Michigan bear gotcha. drawing. Yeah, I got it. About once every nine years, ten years, depending yeah. on where you want to hunt. I know Kevin got one once years ago, but he didn't get one, but he ended up, I don't I don't know if he's still putting points in or what the heck. Yeah, but he, he got his up in the UP, right, which I think you it's less points. By the well, even, even for like Newberry, it's about yeah. every nine years. And I had a tag for Newberry three years ago, and I was hunting with my crossbow. Yep. All set up, been waiting for this hunt for nine years. 20 minutes into the opening day, a bear walks by me. Oh. <laughs> I thought, I'm not going to shoot this thing. I've waited too, too long. Fast. I'm not going to wait for. I'm going to. I'm going to enjoy this hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw another bear. Oh, oh no! So I came back a week later uh, and had a bear come in, but he didn't give me a shot. But I was fine. Oh, I'm oh okay my. with that. That's fine. That's fine. Now, it. so what's going on in uh, Canada with the bear hunting? I sent you that text yesterday. I was trying to look into maybe going next you year. You go back with Ron. I'm thinking about it. I just wanted to find out from you. Are they seeing some decent numbers? Like, how well, they... here's the thing. It, it was very slow there this year, but it was a full moon. And I hate hunting any big game animal on a full moon. And there was a big berry crop. So we had that against oh, us. The oh, see, when it was I left, one, wasn't it? of 52 hunters, there was like 15 bears on the board. Okay. Which was pretty slow for up there. Yeah, yeah. But the big guy up the road, Mike Dixon, is it Dick, something Dixon? I don't know. Rick, maybe Rick Dixon, Mike, whatever. Kevin went home. In yeah. Wawa, he oh, only Wawa, had yeah. two bears on the board. Whoa. And he had as many hunters. So slow, wow. too. So, yes, it was slow, but I think Ron's the guy to go with. Yeah. And, and, of the bears that were on the board, a third of them were over 300 pounds. Wow, so the big ones. That's yeah. not bad, though. Not bad. I mean, if you take out some smaller bears if people didn't shoot those, like when we went the first time, then it would have been a lot less. What do you mean, Dave? Small, small you mean? bears you didn't shoot Let's the not first get into time? detail, okay? I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and Mike didn't come teach me. No one taught me anything. Kevin's like, if it's half the barrel, you can shoot it. And the barrel fell over. Then what do I do? Oh. Then I didn't know what to do. Was it half a sideways barrel that you shot? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was bad, Mike. I'm not going to lie. No, hey. But I'm not. it came in all puffed up. It scared me. I'm like, what is happening? That, and that's the real truth. Don't you love that, though? I, it was cool to watch. And then, I would rather bear hunt than anything. Oh, but but awesome. then I, when we go to track it, I'm like, dude, I'm telling you guys, it's so big. <laughs> Jamie goes, uh, it looks like a lab over here. Someone shoot a lab. There's I'm like, oh, no. It has ground shrinkage like a black. Yeah, bear. I couldn't believe it. That's what he said. He's like, oh, I think it's ground no, shrinkage, man. No. I'm like, ooh. First one I ever shot in Manitoba was the same way. Really? I thought it was a decent-sized bear. Get up there, and I thought, oh, man, I shot a cub. And it wasn't, yeah. but it wasn't a very big bear, but that's all right. Yeah. It's the experience. It was, it it is. It, it was a great time. I had a good time yeah. in that trip. We had a great fun. Oh, we cooked. Gosh. Kevin and Chevy were cooking, oh, all these great geez. cookouts. And the White River, I love it because the people are so friendly. Yeah, it was nice. It's a nice drive. Poutine. You don't have Poutine. to go in. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. They had that yeah. there. Fries covered with gravy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah like a cheese, a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah. But worth every minute of it. Worth every bite. <laughs> How long is the drive there for you? Eight hours from my place. Eight hours. Yeah. That's a good That's ride, too, yeah. up to the beautiful Sioux. north side of Lake Superior. Beautiful. So what's coming have up this fall there? for you? I have not. No, no we're, we're, talking going, we're talking about going. We're talking about going next year. So uh, I, I, I think that, that I, I tell you what, uh, spring or fall? Fall. Why? Spring won't work for the family. Okay. We don't Fair really enough. have a reason yet, though. We, it's not saying we can't do it. I have hunted springtime in Quebec and uh, Ontario. And I choose not to hunt springtime because it interferes with my walleye fishing. Oh, okay. If I wasn't chasing walleye, I'd go back up in the spring. Would you do spring? You'd do spring over do fall. Do you not do salmon? Would, 
no, I okay, because no, that's don't. the fall too, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't anymore. I used to with my dad. He's gone, and I can't make myself do it anymore. So I would go springtime for bear hunting because they're just coming out of the dens. They're hungry as can be. So they're just their all hides the are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and they're going to be pounding the baits. Plus, you can see the 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 bear rut activity with the boars oh, chasing yeah, around yeah. and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's really exciting. So, Mike, I had this crazy thing happen to me this year. I didn't get to talk to you about this. It's been a while. Uh, so I, I, I'm, 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 I get this call, and uh, it's from Faradine Outdoors. And they said, we want you to come on this media hunt. I'm like, really? Now, remind so, me who Faradine is. That's Faradine, a big, big, Rage, big, 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 okay. Block, uh, Carbon Express. had to say Rage. They have all these brands, right? Uh, there's, like, so many. So I'm like, I'm like, sure. They say, flew me to Texas. All expenses paid. Oh, my gosh. I was there for five days, killed four animals <laughs> on a 7,000-acre ranch uh, with the CEO of Grandview Media, the CEO of Faradine, so Todd, who's, who's you're a great a player. guy. You're one of the big dogs. You should be there. Me, of course, yeah, big dog, yeah, you BHP, go, yeah, yeah. president, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what my title is officially. <laughs> and I can say it, but not here. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. It was amazing, Mike. Like, it was seriously, they cook steaks. And, like, I, I've never been on a media. Like, I, I'm like, I, I've never, you know, I've never, I've heard of them. Like, I've heard of them through the industry. And I, I couldn't, you know, I was like, I get there. And they have everything for you. Everything's set out. So there's a Carbon Express crossbow. There's Carbon Express arrows. There's broadheads. There's everything, right? Block targets. Clothing. I mean, there's, like, tons of stuff there. And it's, like, cases. The cases to yeah. travel with. And uh, I, I just, you know. And then you get, like, a guide. So I had this young kid who was awesome, Justin. He actually joined our Team BHB ambassador program. And uh, he – but it was like you go out every night. They take on these awesome luxury Polarises, you know, and you they, they, he helps you get in the stand. He'll hold your bow for you. It's like a caddy. It's like a caddy. And I'm like – and Justin, if you're listening, thanks, man. But <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this is unbelievable. And then there were some writers, you know, and then there was another podcast there. Um, and so it was cool, though, because then during the day – we got to go and sit down with the media team and go through what was coming out, what was even on the books yet that we we had to sign NDAs and stuff like oh, what's coming. That's pretty cool. It was awesome. I saw stuff that I never even thought was coming. Like I never even considered that would be made, and I was blown away. So here, like, here, all we are back at home. Yeah, they didn't get to go. It was just me. <laughs> just say the, the just thinking, Wait a minute. Are yeah, you yeah, surprised yeah. by the, that? No. I'm not. But ju- just thinking, oh, great, Dave's going to choke. <laughs> no, I did not <laughs> choke. But, but four he, hard shots, he four animals. He stepped it up. I think you were the only one that got I was four. the only one to get all you four got, animals. You got all four animals. So. And my guy, they, Justin, he, was pumped at the end. He's you like, got, you got the CK, CK He probably gets a bonus so. if we get all four. He's like, yep. <sighs> it was crazy, man. It nice. was crazy. But that many hunters, like, it was, I mean, there was like 10 people. That had to have been $100,000. Uh, how many acres was it? it was, oh, 7,000. Wow. So it's. Low fence or high fence? All high fence. Everything But it's 7,000 acres. You know, everything yeah. is, though. That's what I learned down there when I was down there. You know, because at first everybody's like, you know, I, I was like, you know, we had conversations about this. This was on uh, my friend Dan Johnson, Nine Finger Chronicle podcast. He was there, and we had this. We had all these conversations about ethics and what our thoughts were, and he was blown away by the difference because he was like, I don't know about this on his podcast. I don't know if I would even – I'm not sure how I feel about it. And we go there, and he sees it. And he, he you, when you listen to his podcast the weeks after, it's complete. He's like, I'm blown away by the size. Like, you just don't think, you know. And yeah. now you're talking hogs. You're talking, you're not talking whitetail. We're, no one's hunting a whitetail here. These are animals that are, like, exotics, you know. There's no deer. I mean, there was deer there. There was a lot of deer, but it wasn't what we were doing. Yeah, you had access but, there. 
which is you can't great. hunt those animals anywhere else. You right. know what I mean? They're like on those reservations, I guess you call it. I don't know. But man, the people were awesome, really nice. Just, but I don't know. That was cool. It was do it different. I, I had the same experience bow hunting in Africa Ooh, because I got to tell you, I was crazy. so stupid and so naive. My only experience with with uh, bow hunting in Africa was watching TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nobody ever bothered to stay there behind a fence. Oh, so I, I, I fly 9,000 so miles either. to Africa. 9,000 yeah. miles. And then we drive through a fence. I'm going, I didn't know there was going to be a fence here. Yeah. So it kind I didn't of bummed me out a little bit. Do they say it's to protect you from poachers? It's to protect the animals. <laughs> yeah, that's It too, is, probably. and it's legitimate, right? Because if they yeah. didn't have those animals behind a fence, the natives, the locals, would eat every one yeah, of them. Oh, okay. Slaughter so, and sell the So I, ca- I was kind of bummed out about it. But it's like 40,000 acres. Oh, wow. We wow. never saw a fence again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was fine. It was crazy. But I tell you what, being a Michigan boy, First time you're sitting in a blind over a water a water hole, yep. and a giraffe walks by, oh, you realize you're not in Southern Michigan anymore. That's pretty cool. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So what's uh, what's this fall bringing you? What, what's coming up this fall for you? Um, hunt with my recurve. Yep. Are you all set up for that? You have your spot. It's, it's picked well, out. See. I'll be honest with you. I am so disinterested in Michigan deer hunting. I understand. I, I could care less. I understand. And the only I wonder reason, why. The only reason I'm even deer hunting is because I have buddies with property who said, you are breaking our hearts because you could care less about deer hunting. <laughs> Honestly, we will invite you to our property to kill a doe because we want you to get your, your, your passion back for deer hunting. That's yeah. the only reason I'm even doing it. That is awesome. So, hey, tell us about some of the guests you've had on your show lately. Who you've been talking with? John Sullivan from Little oh, Lipstick. Oh, how you doing, John? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a question for you. Tell me about your show coming up in Midland. Oh, that show. Yeah, that show. See, that's that's not really my show. They're billing it as my show, and it's not. Oh. So, is it Mike's show or not show? It, well, it's an <laughs> it's an Alpha Media outdoor show. It's not okay. Show. And I work very closely with Alpha Media, so I'm helping to promote it. Nice. My nice. show is the one coming up in March in West Branch. That one we'll do again. Uh, Tell so, us about that show. Uh, well, I, see, I had this dream years ago of doing an outdoor show, like a, a like mini, this? a mini show, like this, only much, much smaller. Yeah. And my dream was bringing in the people I'd had as guests on my show to be ah. speakers and bringing in my advertising partners as vendors and making it kind of a smaller, intimate, but kind of an Avery show. Yeah, cool. yeah. But I didn't know how to do it. Mike Avery Outdoor Weekend. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that sounds amazing. I like it. I mean, I should, but I should do the audience for that. I didn't know how to Mike do it. Mike Avery Outdoor Weekend. And I didn't, I just, I didn't have the facility. I didn't have the venue. Yeah, yeah. Then I partnered up with the folks at the Forward Corporation. Ah, and they the pieces and are coming together. They didn't here. even know I was working on this, and they called me up. And they said, "Hey, we'd like to do an outdoor show. Would you work with us on it?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. wow. And we'd like well, to call I work it the Mike Avery this. Outdoor Show. Yes, I like, <laughs> like it. Well, where would it's we got have a good it? name to it? Good they, sound they, to it. They said, "Well, we'll have it at our venue in West Branch." Awesome, perfect. <laughs> so it all came together. So how many years now? This is just be the third year. All right. This will be the third year. Growing yeah. every year, I'm assuming. You know, I got to be honest. The first year was huge, and I thought, man, we have this nailed. We know how to do this. This is this is huge. We, it was standing room only. Wow. Second year, we went to a two-day show, and after being minus 40 or minus 20 uh, for the 10, 10 oh, days. Weather. Three, in March. Yeah. It was 38 degrees yep. the day of the show, and everybody uh, was out ice fishing and snowmobiling. Yep, yep. So yep, the crowds were down. <clears throat> so yeah. this year, we're going back to a one-day show. And I, we're going to do our best. We've got some speakers. 
we've got a speaker that's going to draw people in. His name is Paul Phillips. It's not bow hunting related, but he is legitimately one of the best extreme long range shooters in the world. Wow. Really? He's, he's shooting at like uh, six, what's he shooting at? Three miles. He's shooting at 3.41 wow. miles. Wow. That's insane. And he's never done a seminar before, and he's going to do a seminar. Wow. That would be that would be something so, to hear. So we're 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 getting him. Involved. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, John I, Sullivan of Lure Lipstick will be there. That's crazy. Was he like a Marine sniper? Or something? He was. A I Marine was to say he must have background in that to be able to. But he's taking it to a whole new level. So well, he's going to be there. Uh, Nick Percy, like Killer a 50 Food Plots. Like he's shooting like that? at th well, he was shooting a 338 Lapua, okay. and then he was shooting a three. So the lethal mag. What would the lethal mag be? And now, I mean, he's at the point where they're pioneering wildcat calibers for him to see how far wow, he can take it cool. out. Wow, that's cool. Mike, have, so you ever shot, have you ever shot a 50 cal? No. I but, have. But I have. But <laughs> I have. But I have shooting with Paul Phillips on a Wednesday night live at a mile. Wow. He put me behind one of his guns. He said, here, here's an 8-inch rubber ball. Yep. You're going to shoot this ball, and you're going to pop it. I said, I don't think so, Paul. He said, trust me, <laughs> we're going to do it. On camera, I laid behind that thing, laid the crosshair there, <sighs> squeezed the trigger, and popped the ball. At a wow. No on way. Camera. That's and insane. I'm not a shooter. I'm a I'm a Yeah, bullshit. me either. Yeah. I, so I was at my buddy's dad's got a 50 cal, and we shot it, and it was Ooh. we had to lay on the ground. What is it like? Oh, it was unbelievable. It didn't hurt at all. It felt like a not even a 12 uh, gauge. The can, there's a can the in the can front of it. The cannon goes. Yes. So we, we filmed it in slow motion, and, like, you see the, the wind gusts just go, like, all the way towards this picnic table we're sitting at. And, the, I mean, really, the this part didn't hurt at all. I mean, it was literally, like, I don't know, maybe a 20-gauge. That's what it felt like. Wow. Just, it wasn't even bad. But the power that came off the sides, he said you can't stand on the sides of it. You could get hurt by the air. When you see something like that, doesn't it make you glad that we're on the side of the yes. good guys and, and not, then, the, no, not no. at the receiving end of something like that no, and then not no. to mention the tree that fell over once it shot a little tree just went we're like, <laughs> Whoa! <blew> the tree <laughs> what the heck just happened i mean I the bullet's it. as big as my hand it's yes. literally that yeah. big and they're like 10 bucks around yes right? that's what you get one shot you get one shot. His cousin was there, and he's like, and his cousin's like, do I get to shoot? He's like, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you shoot my bow for free. Yeah, exactly. Right. It was like, man, it was I intense. Love it. That was so intense. Tell us so about cool. the surprise you brought us. Oh, yes. I brought you the Mike Avery Hunter stick. This is Hunter amazing. Stick. This is an elk peppered stick. It does have some pork in it. No, no, hold on. Did you kill this elk? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just I haven't killed an elk yet. So you people can buy Here, these, open right? it up. This yeah, is a straight up, like... No, no, no. This is this is a partnership with my friends at Michigan Brand Meats. Awesome. Okay. And right now you can buy it at all forward stores. Okay. All Jack's Fruit Markets. John, have a piece of this. See what you tell me. All Jack's Fruit Markets. Uh, Horrocks on the west side of the state at the Wilson's Cheese and Pin Conning. We're working on a store that I can't give you the name of right now, um, but you can guess who it is. The cheese shop. That's Let over by the, the uh, Northwoods. Same exit as Northwoods, right? It's got a yeah, good scent to yes. it. Yeah. This is, right, here we go. This is yes. a premium sausage yes. right here. And uh, I'm oh, going to wow. have one, Doug. That's mm. really good. And oh, yeah. uh, you can buy them online at michiganbrand.net. Wow. Now, here's the really cool part. During the month of September, a percentage of the proceeds from this stick are going to Real Men Wear Pink. No Which way. is to fight breast cancer. Cool. And for breast mm. cancer awareness, of which I am a part of this year um, because I've had breast cancer affect my family so much that I said I'd love to do it. Well, we're early in September, so we'll. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. What do you think? Michigan brand? Michigan you said? brand. Michiganbrand.net. Awesome. 
This is amazing like stuff. What? It is really Ooh, good. No, but <laughs> once you start them, yeah. you can't stop. That's what I love about you. You're always and, full of surprises. And you want a beer. <laughs> you do want a beer. <laughs> you do want a beer. <laughs> Tim left the cooler back at the other shop over there. How nice. Mm. How cool is this? this did is you really go see Kevin? Me. Did you see Kevin back there? I did. Good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're hamming away back there. I said, we'll stay at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot of work up here, you know? Yeah, entertaining yeah. everybody. It's a lot of work. Get thirsty. and mm, it's yeah. good. Now the podcast listeners are hearing us go. Yeah, they might want to go get some. That is awesome. So when did this launch? How long has this been around? It launched this weekend. That's it. Wow. No way. We're one of the first taste testers? This is it. Uh, it's been in the forward stores and Jack's Fruit Markets since Monday, but we haven't promoted it until this weekend. Awesome, man. Well, thank, thank you. you. That is that. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, awesome. good. It is really good. This is real tasty. D- Dave's going to take the whole bag. Mmm. Here we sit, just chewing away. Yep. So how did you come up with this? Like, What was the idea behind this? <clears throat> I've been doing this long enough that... <clears throat> I choose my partners very carefully, yep. my advertising partners very carefully. I don't work with somebody unless I believe in the product and the people behind it. And the Michigan brand, the Grillo family, family-owned Michigan operation, third generation. I love that kind of thing. I hate yeah, going to great. an advertising agency and deal with those bozos. Yep. Yep. I want to deal with the people who own the company who are making the decisions, right? <clears throat> so I partnered with these guys a few years ago. And we were out on the boat on Saginaw Bay on the Angler Quest fishing with Nick Grillo. And I said, Nick, let's, let's, let's find ways to take this to the next level. And he said, I'd love to. Let's, let's brainstorm. Let's see what we can come up with. And there's one of the results right That's there. That's awesome, man. That is really cool. So you, are there other types? Is it just, is it just the elk? Are you for coming now, out with other for ones? Now, for now. We're and see why did you settle on elk? Because I love elk and I love pepper. All right. This is great. So where do, where do you source the elk from? You source it from like an elk, elk ranch type of deal? Yes. Or? yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all, it's all commercial grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Although, I did take my bear that I shot in Ontario. Michigan brand, if you bone it out, I no took way. a boned-out bear to them. No way. And they're, they're doing, they're doing sticks. Oh, that's they're awesome. doing jerky. They're, oh, my gosh. They're doing burger. my Axis deer there. You I got should. Axis yes. oh, I, Axis is wonderful. I know. I got um, a whole, whole deer. And my bear should be ready this Myself. week. That's awesome. Bear, bear is some of the best-tasting meat I've ever had. You like it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. Do you like bear roast, bear steaks? I like so the the bear the bear ground the ground yes, when you yes, do it in like yes. the the breakfast sausage the sausage you do it, yeah so absolutely bear brats on the grill the brats oh my gosh. The, for we it. had the jalapeno cheddar brats um, I don't know bear I, I know one year I was at Chevy's oh, house and so Chevy good. had these bear cheesy weenie jalapenos and they were unbelievable like I, I ate it and I remember thinking like. It was kind of like <clears throat> the juiciest hot dog I ever had in my life. And it almost tasted like a hot dog a little bit, which I was blown away. I'm like, this thing is unreal. Just uh, almost picked up your phone and made a call on it. I feel free. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like bear roasts or bear steaks, but bear brats. And I've yeah, never had bear oh, jerky. Yeah. For 20 years, StealthCam has been at the forefront of trail camera development and innovation. From the industry's first 4K ultra-high-definition DS4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies, StealthCam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. For those of you who listen to the podcast a lot, you know how much we love coffee. And we are so proud that Grind Life Coffee is a sponsor of the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. 
Grind Life is a premium coffee for those who grind every day. When you think of those magic moments of hunting, when you're out there watching a turkey strike or seeing a big buck rubbing antlers, it is one of those moments you want to remember and be awake for most importantly. Grind Life Coffee puts you in that position. Whether you're in the field or you're back at your lodge talking with your friends and reliving the moment, visit grindlifecoffee.com. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the bear jerky. What about chili? Kevin makes a killer beer chili. Cheese, yeah. 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 Um, he, so Kevin needs to enter that chili contest they have. Yeah, yeah. well, he's too busy. Don't, don't give him any excitement. Oh, yeah, we need him to work. He's work. Never mind, yeah, Kevin. He's working. We got work keep, going keep on, on working there. at the booth. Um, so when you text me, Mike, you text me a few weeks ago and asked if I was around. Were you in Detroit or something? No, I wanted you to be on the show. Oh, so yeah, I was, I was in Utah. if you were around, if you were in Michigan. Got it. Yeah. I was in Utah. I stopped at Hoyt. It was cool. I got to walk through and see the factory. It was pretty Do you want to be on the show this week? Are you, are I you can, around Wednesday I can morning? Probably do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's Just do uh, text Let's me do and we'll uh, Wednesday do that. morning. I um, so anyway, I got a chance to walk there, and, and then I went to Badlands. They're out in Salt Lake City. Oh, that was cool. Walked cool. in there. I didn't realize this at the time, but apparently, uh, a couple different broadhead companies and a, a company called Easton's in the same building as Hoyt, which I didn't realize. I, so I missed. Are they under the same umbrella? See, that's how ignorant uh, I am. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. They, I, they are, but they're uh, sister companies or so. But mm. I don't yeah, owned, owned, by, really a, owned by a larger between. conglomerate, but they don't, they like, they don't collaborate. They together. I would have liked to have gone out the door, come back around, go in the other side, and then do some interviews there too. You know what I mean? Since yep. I was already there, but I found that out later. But either way, it was cool to see. Uh, what else is out that way? There was a couple other companies. Well, there's hmm. Sever. I think that's what you're talking about. The Broadhead. Yeah, them. They were on the podcast later. But anyway, so we we went to. Um, we where, went where, to. Where uh, are you at, John? I stopped by to see it. Little little side talk going on here. I'll text you. I'll text you. I want to stop by and see it. Okay. Um, All right, John Sullivan of Lure Lipstick, LureLipstick.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we went to a wedding out there in Utah, in the mountains, and it was unbelievable. Saw a moose, a couple of moose actually. Oh. I saw five. You saw five moose? Yeah. This is my son, Mike, by the way. Sorry, Connor. Hey, my buddy. Older, Connor, how are you? Son. He likes fishing like you, you and you Kevin. Must look, you must look like your mother. He looks like Kevin. He's a handsome kid, right? Yeah. He looks like his yeah. Thank God for that one, Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me ask you a question here, because I'm not used to being asked questions. I'm used to asking the questions. <laughs> Let's talk about the state of the uh, archery industry today. Mm. I look at it from the Rough outside question. right now, and I have never seen it in such turmoil as it appears to be right now. Yeah, I would agree. I think there's a lot of craziness happening, but I think what's happening is a lot of the companies are rearranging their internal money, so they're trying to figure out, like, shifting away from or hiring new marketing people. That's the okay. first thing that happens, right? These yeah. marketing guys change. Oh, what then changes... Like the wind. Yeah, like, yeah. as you know. Yeah. The whole thing changes down the line, because that marketing guy goes in and says, all right, well, obviously whatever we're doing is not working, which is not true half the time, and they fire everything. Well, yeah, then they start over. So true. this happened to us. We lost three or four major clients in a year or two. But um, the other ones picked it up. So it was kind of like a weird thing where it's like you lose somebody, you go to the next guy, like, hey, FYI, you know, this is open now. Do well, you it's, want it? it's hard to create a sense of loyalty. There is no loyalty. That's one thing no, I No, there isn't. Yeah. It's yeah. pointless, yep. yeah. yeah. And I understand the whole, because for you, it's, it's, it works good for the Michigan base. You can mm -hmm. do that. They're mm -hmm. around. They're always yep. going to be here. Hopefully. But globally, it's a lot different. And I can't, uh, you can't, these companies, you know, one minute they're your best friend, next minute they don't, they have to move on, you know. It's, it's like a year, year to year, like year to so year, we don't their care budget anymore. changes just, and their ideas change. And it, yeah, we're the way we look at it, Mike, yeah, is like it's, it's like a
like a magazine advertisement. Like, if you want a sponsor to help us do things, most, you can buy an ad. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we try to keep it uh, simple now. It, it, it's so hard to uh, to make a long-term plan because you don't know who's going to be sitting in that chair. That's why Correct. I like right. these family-owned companies. Correct. Yep. And that's why, for us, it's always been we fund ourselves. And anything that comes in is just extra, which is why we can do all this. You yeah. know, yeah. That's why we don't need the money, so it's different. So we don't have to rely on it to survive, and that's important, right? If we had to, it would be, be a harder harder job for anybody. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so the state of the, the industry is at, at a weird in a weird time because I don't know how sales are. No one tells you the truth on numbers. So it's hard to tell if what's well, selling, what's not the, selling. The, uh, I, I, I have an inside track that I think is giving me inf- uh, uh, good information. And based on that, everybody's in trouble. Oh, because, I'm sure they Because are. they have priced themselves out of the market. That's how another can issue. the average person justify to yep. his wife what they want to get for a new bow? Yep. Yeah. There's not. There's very minimal. The one I'd say that has the best price points and makes the most sense that I've seen recently is Bear Archery. So Bear has a huge variety uh, all the way in the middle. It, their top is top bow is I think 900 all the way back down to 200. And they focus um, on every age group too. And they focus on they, age they groups. Have, they have an amazing. But youth what I'm saying, all the way up. and they're a huge brand. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Like, so if you're looking at it from that perspective, that works. PSC, I think they have some varieties in there. Darton might have some varieties in there too. But those are important because those price points get. But people got to be using them. That's the other thing, right? They they want to market the top top bow all the time. But really, and that's a conversation we had with some of these guys for this year coming up. I said, listen, I know you guys want to send your top bow to be reviewed, but I want all the bows. Okay, we can make whatever deal we need to make, but yeah. I want to show every price point bow in the middle because you're missing that segment in the center, right? People want to go online to find out about everything, not just the top bow. Right. Some people can't afford that bow. And I like so. what you guys say, and you've said for the last couple of years now, pick a medium-tier bow, medium, you know, not top of the line, not the cheapest one, and you're shooting technology that is light years ahead of what it was just a few years ago at <laughs> a reasonable price. It's, you're basically Absolutely. taking – so if you buy a bow for, for 2020, right, say I go to the store, I buy it. The technology and, and, the, and that – if I buy the, the 20, you're getting the highest – I get it. Like it's the, the leanest, meanest, right? But if you buy a 19 – you still have the technology. It's the latest technology. Or if you buy an 18, you have the technology from 17. So it's the not a big deal. technology is still good. It's not it's like not it, much it different became now. suddenly uh, unshootable. I agree. It goes all the way back, right? You could go back and back and back and back. And what was really gained? Speed is gained for a while. They went up. They went up. But now, mm, 300 is about right. 300, 320 is about an accurate, real number. And that's Unless it. you want to pull 75 pounds, well, you know? Then, which, yeah, I mean, you know? But the thing is, is the th- my biggest fight, Mike, has been I've told these companies time and time again, you need to be more realistic on your FPS, okay? Yep. And they're like, well, yeah, you know, it should be 350, and I shoot it, it's 320, it's you know? Close. And I said, listen, I'm just telling you, we're going to show the real number from here on out. Like, I'm not going to do it and then call you. No, I'm going to show what it's showing. So I'm just warning you, pre-warning you, because that's what happened with some of the brands, not going to name names. But, <laughs> one, you know, one of them specifically was showing very high speeds, very high speeds. Two of them, actually, I can think of in my head. And our numbers were not even close, 40, 50, 50 feet per second off from their number, right? And I'm like, what are you shooting this with? What size? What? I mean, ours should never have been that close. Generally, you're 10 feet, around 10 feet off. And that's, expe- that's expected. That's reasonable. People can, uh, you know, the 10 feet could be from a lot of things, right? Yeah, but yeah. anything more than that is really false advertising in a weird way. So we tried to tell them to stop doing that. Just tell it what it is. I mean, people don't care. There's only a few that actually do it and do it right. Uh, Excalibur, three, they, they'll claim 440. We got 444. 440, yep, 444. 444. Yep. I mean, it's it's more than what they're claiming, which I love. Yeah. The fact that they're getting higher and they give it to you lower just so that they don't 
Yeah, don't set want, your expectation right for what the for what the bow is. Yeah, Absolutely. so I mean, and then some are, but some are fine. Some are ten less than what they should be. And I know I've done stuff with Dart in the past, and they've been pretty close to spot on. So I would say within the ten, it's fair, you know. But you have to be within that ten, you know. But that's just one issue, right? There's so many other issues. The accessories, right? You got to be able to sell accessories. You got to be able to sell all these things. That's that's so. one of the reasons why I love this whole recurve thing. It's like my recurve. Simple. From 10 years ago, yeah. it's going to be just like it is today. Yeah, for, it's probably for better. The most part. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't better know. woods, but, better but, time but, in it. You know, everybody's at different points in their lives. And, and, you know, there was a time when I wanted to be in this and technically shooting the latest, hottest, newest yep, thing. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, we go through different phases, different stages. And, Oh, I think what yeah, you know, well, life, I think what part you get of that used is to, though, it's, you know, like your friends and all that, when you go into something, right, like you get into something, if you get into something heavy, like for anything, could be anything, golf, pickleball, doesn't matter. Once you get into something heavy, you want the best of what you can do in that segment. Sure. Doesn't matter what it is. Sure. Yep. In gaming, he wants the best controller. He wants the best. I mean, it doesn't matter. You want you want to be we better than someone else, and you feel control. like maybe I'd be better if I have this better product. Yep. yep. That's a fair statement. It doesn't yep. matter what it is. Big yep. Bertha Golf I'm Club, Callaway's, whatever. And that's where the marketing companies have to focus. Yep, for sure. And that's the thing. They have to figure yeah, that out. Like, how, how do I get what's needed and, you know. But, you know, I don't know how the arrows are doing. I don't know how the – but I can tell you this. The conglomerates are conglomerating. It's oh, definitely shrinking more and more. And that's a good thing for, for them to be stable. The, the, the conglomerates are conglomerating? Even more. Yeah, they're big, <laughs> that, ones are, big ones are merging. Is that, that's is that what a, I'm saying. Is that a word? Uh, probably. It is now. I'm allowed to create my <laughs> own Dave Thomas used it on a Bow Hunter Planet podcast. It is officially it's a word. <laughs> Look it up in Webster's. <laughs> Oh, what a I great day it. for the Woods and Water Outdoor Weekend. Yeah. This is it is like, great weather out there, man. In the shade right now, this is amazing. Yeah, so, what, what you've walked around a little bit. What kind of cool stuff are you seeing out there? Oh, what I saw were people smiling, enjoying the weather, wel- uh, welcoming the transition into fall, and just mm. enjoying this outdoor heritage. That's, I, I, that's the kind of thing I look at these days more than products or gear or anything else. I just look at the experience. I look at the tradition, the history of what's going on here, and this celebrates that, and that's it's what awesome. I enjoy. For sure. It's a beautiful time. And, you know, just getting ready for season. Uh, I'm so excited, like, just to step out, hold my bow. And the guys at Woods and Water News, mm. they locked this weekend in 33 years ago, and they say they'll never, as long as they're in business, they'll never let it go because this is the prime yeah. Perfect weekend for yeah. something like that. You get to next weekend, it's a youth hunt. Weekend after that, it's something else, and the yep. season start. No, this is the time right now. This is the weekend. The Keel, uh, Keel was on earlier, and he was talking. He was talking about the, like it was about three years ago that the big windstorm came. Oh, <laughs> it lifted the tent. Now, Keel People, is Randy's son. Yes. Right? Yep, okay. Yeah. Yep. He came down to the podcast. It was fun. You gotta come down, Mike. I'm telling you. We'll make beer, bear chili. <laughs> Kevin, you can go fishing on Lake St. Clair during the day. I mean, you guys could, like, uh, you would love it. How could it be any more fun than this? Yeah, this is great, too. But uh, our studio is way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much fun in there. We could fil- It's so cool, Mike, because we can go from, like, one room to where we film studio stuff, and then we can shoot there. Then we can turn and play video games and mess around. <laughs> we have a bathroom. We have a, then a whole podcast spe- separate room it's like completely segregated from everything else so you so can podcast and film here's, at the same here's what that really means we come over there dad dave has us doing 10 different things yes all that's at once. true statement <laughs> hey guys we're not doing a podcast let's go shoot some 
hey, we're not doing this. That's Let's, right. But it's all good. You got to Because stay it's on all right there. One day a week. Now, you, <laughs> st- you still got a regular job, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have yeah. a regular I job? I do. Yeah, this, do. This, is, okay. this is a fun job for That's us. why we... So. Imagine what you could do, though, if you get it to the point where you can say goodbye to the regular job and I this becomes yeah. the real deal. I almost like it this way, though, Mike, because I don't yeah. have to worry Less about pressure, it. Less pressure? No pressure? I, if yeah. a company walks, they walk. I well, say, all right. You know what? That's See Well, true. True. And anything we do gets extra, so it's... That's a good You know what I mean? It's just extra spending. And yep. then to do other stuff, like, yep. you know, even if you want to learn how to fish, when you go buy fishing stuff, right? We've been doing all sorts of weird stuff like oh, that. that. Like, makes oh, sense. Sure. let's learn this. So let's learn that. You think our wives let us do that with our money? Nope. She, <laughs> would, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't let me buy the buy the four wheelers that we have. See, That's yeah, sure. we have four wheelers. We got all that. We're like, oh, we need a, <laughs> right. a four wheeler. Yeah, oh, we need a side by side. I mean, for us with the kids right now and everything, it works. It works for all of us because we're all in the yeah, same We, do one we day all have day jobs, so. We all schedule it around that. And, and the people who do more get more. So yeah. I do more editing and all the yeah, stuff. I, mean, so like I get a, a little bit more than them. And it's just pretty simple. I get a bottle of water when I yeah, show up. Yeah, he gets water. You know? And he pays so money. You just got an Avery Hunter stick. What more do you want? <laughs> no, it's, my, my life is complete. Yeah, Tim yeah. loses money because he, he brings beer when he comes. So. I do too. <laughs> Mike, did you see our trailer? Oh, man. No. Oh, oh you got to go behind our booth. We, we, we bought a we whole trailer. We wrapped the whole thing. Oh, not not here, but behind the booth. Behind the our yes, booth. Yes, behind oh, the there. booth. It's, it's the in grass. the field. You'll yep. see it. You can't miss it. It's really? awesome. It is so cool. Now, is that like... And that's a Michigan when you go company. To, when you go to White River, will you take that trailer with probably. you? Probably. Kevin would probably take that trailer, put okay. the four-wheeler right in it, or Massimo. We have two different machines. He can, and then we can load it. You can put everybody's gear in there. You can. Oh, I'm nice. sure the, nice. the customs will go in there. We need to talk about insurance on the trailer before we let Kevin take it. Yeah, well. Just saying. Last time we came let's here, not, last, let's not bother him. Let's last not bother weekend. Him. Let's not give me. <laughs> there was a hole on the trailer, right? We don't know. Uh, nobody little, little knows break. how it got there. No one knows how it got there. But we, <laughs> I'd love to see you guys go back to White River. I think it'd be a riot. I think oh, you've got to get up there. Yeah, I do. That's I really do. So many guys really still do. need to go, and everybody keeps asking us, when are you guys going back on a bear hunt? Yeah. But the problem is, I think we still would have like 10 slots. You know what I mean? We need like, is he usually able to carry that many? 10? I Maybe. Know, that's between you and Ron. I yeah, know he's yeah, built yeah. up a heck of an operation. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. I know we're going to have a number. That's why I don't know. I, I think this, I will, be my, this will be my 13th and, you know. or 14th year back up there. Wow. I started going there when it was Pete Jones of Superior Bear Outfitters, who Ron bought the operation from. Oh, wow. And I haven't missed a year, and I won't miss a year. I'll just keep going back. I love it up there. Just love it. Where else are you going to hunt big game in the middle of August? Oh, it's right. awesome, too. It's beautiful up there. You yeah. know, one thing I noticed, Mike, about that area in Canada was that Number one, like, the forest looks amazing, right? You just look at it. We did some photo shoots there. It was unbelievable, those pictures. But when you walk through that forest, it's so strange in certain areas because it's, like, um, moss on the ground, and it's it's like a pillow. Like, you're stepping on pillows. That's why you can't hear those so darn quiet. bears coming in. <laughs> I couldn't. That's what I said. I said I didn't see. I didn't hear a single uh, thing, but I saw that bear standing there, <laughs> like the, the breathing. Just the quiet. giant one? No. Yeah, the giant, giant, giant one. <laughs> I I get it. I get it. It took oh, me a lot of years before I shot a nice bear. Then a guy shot one there we were with, and he hit it bad, right? So we had to go ch- fall, find this bear, oh. and that was scary. We oh. went through the middle of that forest at night. Yes. We came up on bear dens. The thing fell down a ravine, okay, uh-huh. died at the bottom of the ravine. I was smart enough to be like, oh, I got to tie my shoe. <laughs> so I stopped, and all these young guys go down there, and they put a, they broke a tree down, tied the bear to a tree and carried it up this ravine. <laughs> and then Chris, who was one of those guys, was walking. And he's like, ugh, ugh, and he just falls over. We're like, what? And he had like a heat stroke. It was crazy, like seriously. And then like Kevin and, his, and Bob were like giving him 
you know, not CPR, but whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like, you can take that jacket off. He's <laughs> like dying, man. You got time for one more bear story? Yeah. Oh, All yeah. Right. I was up in White River. I was hunting with a compound, and I gut shot a, a bear. And I knew right away. I knew right away it was a gut shot. I mean, there was just no doubt about it. Last minute he moved. You know, we've all done it. It happens. Yep. So I follow him about 10 yards into the bush. I mark the last blood and say, there's, there's no way. We'll, wait, we'll, we'll do the right thing. We'll wait and come back tomorrow. So tomorrow we come back with about six guys. We start blood trailing this thing. And Pete told me off the bat, he says, you're not going to recover that animal. He said, I've seen this before. You're not going to get it. But I, I realize you got to go try. Right. So we had some pretty good trackers with us. We had one guy. Do you ever meet Terry up there? I think so. Terry, I, I think I met Terry. skinny guy, hypers could be long yeah. hair. Just, yeah. Okay, so he's got a gun with him. Um, so we're following this bear. Blood, blood, blood. We're down on our hands and knees. We get to the point where you can see where the bear bedded down. There's a, there's a bed with blood in it. Okay. Yep. Right. Follow it some more. Hands and knees in the bush. Okay, there's another bed. So, okay, we're getting close. So, um, Long story short, we get to the point where these beds are getting real close together. I am literally on my hands and knees, and I'm thinking, you know, that last bed was only about 10 yards away. We should probably start being a little bit more careful. And <laughs> as, I, as I'm on my hands and knees in the bush, I look up, and there is the bear right there, five <laughs> oh, yards in no. front of me. Looking at you? Looking at No. Me, still alive. Oh. No. Dave, Dave would have died right there from a heart attack. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. What happened? What did you do? We ended up finishing him off with a gun. Okay. Did it still stay there, though? Was it still right there? Did it come towards you or anything? No. No, he stayed right there. He was pretty much, I mean, he's, his head was still up, and he was looking at me, but he was close to the end. But that was that's a rush. Crazy. That was wow. a rush. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing like that, tracking a deer in the middle, or I mean a bear in that case. We had that happen with a deer, something some similar. I'm not going to tell that story because there's some DNR guys around here. I have, talk, I have talked to guys <laughs> who have had it who was have scary. Beer, uh, deer Come at him. Oh, yep. yeah. We had one get up. Guy was on yep. his hands and knees checking blood, and it was right there. It's like, wow. <laughs> Everybody was running, put it that way. It was scary. Anyway, all right, Mike. Well, thanks for thanks joining for us. Thanks for joining Mike us, Avery. man. Man, this has been fun. Yeah. yeah. This is a Always ride, is, man. man. I appreciate Love it. talking to you every yeah. year. So yeah. thank you. So we'll appreciate talk this week. Enjoy uh, the show. Yeah, enjoy the show. All right. We'll see you guys next time on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.